What's up, Ding Dong? Let's give them something to talk about. <laughs> what? A little mystery to figure. That song is so embarrassing. Is it not one of the most? Like when it comes on, aren't you just like, ooh? Um, well, it's not. I'm not in a grocery store in like 1995 <laughs> right now, can so we, I, it's not really throw, a going Brad, concern. Can you throw a little of Bonnie Raitt on there? Let's go. Like if I'm in a Win Dixie deli, circa you know 1995, it's still a little cringy. I put in the in you know I do the classic music video block at it's uh-huh. it's it sidewalk the last couple of years, and I put the I can't remember what song it is, but it's oh, it's a Bonnie Raitt's music video, and it and it has Dennis Quaid in it. That's and gotta it, be that one though, right? It's not. It's, really? It's no. It's like that. It's the uh, thing about love or something like. I can't, it, it has a similar kind of vibe to it, but it, it's not that song. So, something to talk about to tie it into what we do here on Side Because we talk. Did you get it? I get it. Well, we also talk about cinema. And as I recall, that, that song was at least heavily used in the marketing for some such movie around that time. Was it like a Julia Roberts movie? My Best Friend's Wedding or something? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's the, uh, well, there no, is a film called one, Something to Talk it's About. It's the one that she did with Nick Nolte. Oh, God. You, Nothing But Trouble? No. I love Trouble. I love Trouble. Okay. I'm pretty sure that song was used in that movie. I'm going to look it up on my phone as you introduce what we do here. Oh, well, we are a podcast and we talk about movies and we look things up on our phone. We talk about Bonnie And we talk about Bonnie Ray. And sometimes I sing cringy songs like Something to Talk About. And and then sometimes I talk about music videos with Dennis Quaid in them. And yeah, it was, I have to tell you straight up, I was in that, I put this block together, I did this intentionally, this music video where Dennis Quaid's got like a toothpick, and he's like, it's lots of shots of his boots kind of like twisting around on the ground as he's like watching Bonnie Raitt and they're flirting. I fucking fully looked away from the screen. At least, at least two times I, I couldn't look at the screen, I had to look away. It is that level of cringy, and I did that to myself. I saw, I saw people just getting and filing, you know, just filing out the door. <laughs> Oh man, what'd you discover? Were we right? Were you wrong? I Nick Nolte can't IMDb? confirm this, oh, shit. but I learned that Nick Nolte and Julia Roberts hated each other. Apparently. Is that a surprise to you? Julia has a little trouble getting along with folks, or is that just is that just because she's a woman? You know, well, I think see, I've we do never this, been able to figure that it might be out. Difficult, right? Like, is she genuinely like not a very nice person, or are people just like? I, I don't know. Do they go in with their hackles raised? And also what I've heard is like she, when she was younger, kind of had that reputation, but not so much anymore. I do have to say, I do have to say, but I think that if I walk into a room and I say, somebody get me a Coke, right? That that gets a different response than if, oh, I don't know, like a dude my same age yeah, walks into a room and says, somebody get me a Coke. It's just a different response. Mm. So. You know, I think that there's some legitimate complaints there. I, if you if you if you don't believe me, maybe we should fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, maybe we should do a little test and see. You know, when I when when um, back in the festival days, this is a long intro, but I'm I'm stalling in part because Corey's looking at stuff on his phone. Back in the festival days, when when Kyle and I were first programming together, and things were more streamlined, and there were less programmers, or really just two programmers, yeah. it w- we would always talk about the fact that like once we would go do a, a, a salon or something, and afterwards when people come up to talk to us, they almost always approached him. They almost always like, hey, I, hey man, I made a film. I'm looking to get my film in the festival. You know, it, huh. like yeah. it, it is a thing. So I don't want to say that Julia Roberts is difficult. I think that's probably not fair, but. 
Well, apparently she didn't have very nice things to say about Nick Nolte either. Do you, so would you? Do you think you would have? Not in 1994, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, also, inconclusive on the uh, I Love Trouble, Trouble front, but... That sounds the, right, man. The Wikipedia article does say it was used in the film Something to Talk About, starring Julia that. Roberts and Dennis Quaid. So <laughs> it's possible circle. Circle that I have my Julia Roberts movies conflated here. Okay. You know what? This sounds like to me a retraction yeah, at some it, point. So we'll, we'll get we just, to it. We just re- we'll just assume that we needed to retract that. Sorry, everybody, that I can't remember we'll, movie marketing from the early 90s when I was a child in the single digits. We'll get back to you with more details about America's former sweetheart, Julia Roberts, and we'll get to the bottom of Are People Sexist? Future episode. <laughs> Solve that mystery. (laughs) (laughs) So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called Phone a Friend, where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello? Brocephus, Happy New Year. It's Rachel and Corey. Oh my gosh. Happy New Year, guys. Hey. Well, we are. What have you been watching over? Have you had some. What's Daddy happening? here? Why does it sound so good? Nick Saban is retiring, and I'm oh, upset. Sh- oh, man. Oh. Let him go to the house, people. Let him go you to the know, house. Yeah, he, it's, it's been so much. It's been amazing. It's been wonderful. You know? Good run, bro. But it's just like, I mean, you know, it's like you got to stop it somewhere, right? Yes, and you know, his skin, his skin. I worry oh, about his skin. Now, That's where you know, you're going. He, well, let me tell you, he's he, the sun. He looks like he's been in the sun for the last 20 has, years, and yeah. he has, and he needs to go rest his face. Well, he wears those big wide rim hats. It still comes at you. It does. There's a thing called reflection. The hat can only do so much. Yeah, so let's let him go to the house and rest up. Get some oatmeal cream pies. Yeah. He certainly hadn't made enough money yet. Jesus. Yeah, right? You know what one of my one of my favorite things ever was when I was in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, which by the way, all three of us were at the same time. Yeah, at the same time. Okay. Um, Probably walked past each other in Reese Pfeiffer Hall. What's that really famous football player's name who um, is still, I think, still alive, maybe, or at least, and he played for Alabama? Joe Namath? Joe Namath. Good guess, Corey. I was at the T-Mobile store to like get a new battery for my phone or something back in you know the early aughts when that's something you would do. Yeah, and Mo jo- represent and jo- Joe Namath. Um, I'm sorry, I just had to pause for a second because I often refer to T-Mobile as T-Scrotum, <laughs> just because I don't like corporations. But well, yeah, if T-Mobile get, get wanted to sponsor us, I would never call them T-Scrotum again. That's T- the, that's T-Mobile. The, let's work backwards. You have a choice. Anyway, my point here is that Joe Namus' great-granddaughter or some, some such shit was in the T-Mobile store, and I couldn't get anybody to help me with my phone battery. <laughs> they were all flipping the fuck out over her her ass. It's not even Joe Joe Namath. No. It was Joe Namath's like relative. It was the great. Okay, you great. guys. The, the, okay, <laughs> have you heard the same thing happen to us in Milan? No. What? You hear about this? No. What are you talking so, about? Okay, so we were in the um, Fornicetti showroom. Okay. And because you know, you know. Um, so we were there, and there was, you know, it's a very nice, beautiful showroom, and it's multiple floors. It's just an old Italian building. And the uh, there was a lady helping us. She was really helpful and great. But then there was, like, a couple other people on another floor, and we wanted to ask about something, a plate or whatever. And we were just not being able to get any help. And so 
we finally found our original lady downstairs and she's like, oh, so sorry, because there was these Americanos up there taking up all the space and talking a lot. And just As Americanos so, do. Yeah, totally. And we immediately, and somebody said something is something New York, something, something, you know. And so, um, and it was a gay man and a white, older white lady. So then the lady downstairs, our, our, the worker uh, person, very helpful lady that was uh, telling us what was going on. Apparently, those were Madonna's people. Oh, that's my girl. Madonna was in town. And it was the same thing. It wasn't even Joe Namath or Madonna. It was just her people. But it was so close that, you know, they have to, like, drop everything. So mm. same situation. Agreed. And then we were like, wait, should we go see Madonna? She's in town. What? I mean, what are the chances? We're in Milan and Madonna's in Milan. But... There were no more tickets, and the only things were those resellers, and it was like 400 euros. You know what I mean? Oh, so yeah. Worth it. We just, I, is it? We debated that a lot. And we also thought, well, you're Rachel's not here, so we probably shouldn't shouldn't see Madonna. I mean, would, would you have been really mad if we came back and all seen Madonna? No, I'd be like, you You have to worship and, and her, you know, and her glow. I absolutely well, we would have. we were so close to her people. Yeah, I guess that's enough. At the very least, you could have been like, hey, do you think she wants to hang out? Yeah. <laughs> That would have worked, right? She loves to talk to people. Yeah, you can just she? walk right. She in. She's very approachable. Loves to just chat with her fans, and oh. she's had a good experience. Such a good yeah, experience such a, such with the public. Posi- such positive feedback from the general public and the press as well, and and just in general in Italy, they love her. Wow! Well, well, oh yeah, they do. And there were two nights there, and both were sold out. So we were we were set up. Man, I don't know, Lisa. I mean, I can't. Came so close. I can't. This we debated is, it. This wasn't. This isn't like blonde ambition. I will give you that. This isn't like the blonde ambition tour I know, where it's not peak. You know, and, and they we were, were talking about it in a shop, and um, and like like Lar was actively trying on sweaters, and um, the shop keeps were kind of like one was like, I don't know, she's not as good live now as she used to, be. and they were like talking us out of it, you know. And I think wow. they just wanted to, so we would just buy spend more money on clothes, you know. Well, also like fuck off. She's not as good now that she's in her what fucking seventies or something. Like no, is she's she, is she 60 uh, she's sixty something. She's uh, all I'm saying 60, is this: right? shocker, it's incredible. Spoiler alert: you're much better at performing. <laughs> when you're in your 20s and 30s than when you're in your 60s. Duh. Anyway. Spoiler alert. Um, you know, aside from Madonna, Madge, my girl, who I'm happy to talk yes. about. I've got, you know, we'll talk about that on the separate pod, Madonna podcast. What <laughs> have you been watching? What What have you seen? What are you bringing us today? Okay. So it's really, it's just been a slow season. You know, it's the holidays and travel and you know how it be. So I was actually, I was like, you know, I think they're going to call me soon. I need to watch something. And then I didn't. <laughs> so I, when you did say you were going to call me like an hour ago, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> what have I seen? Okay. So listen to this. It is for real bad news stinkers. But, um, I, on Christmas morn, literally the morning of Christmas, um, I, there's a chimney outside. We, I come down do the whole thing at my parents' house. Tony's there. And then Santa had I, come. I don't know. Santa had come. But uh, surviving Christmas. Oh, Lord. Oh, on, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, literally none of the four of us had ever seen it. My mom, my dad, me, or Tony. So none of us, none of us knew. None of us knew. And so I was like, oh, a Christmas movie. We've never seen it. I barely had even heard of it. And, like, also literally, literally moments ago when I was, like, going to the back room here to kind of, like, I don't know, read a couple reviews about it just to see what to jog my memory. I had to say to Tony, I was like, what was the name of that movie again? I could not even remember it. But okay, Surviving Christmas, 2004. You would think 
with 90% of this cast, you're in for a treat. But then, because it's James Gandolfini, Catherine O'Hara, Christina Applegate, and then Ben Affleck. Big Ben. Big Ben. It's so much of a bummer. So much. Um, he, you know what he can do though. He can bring a really good cast and even a decent script, and just it's just, just picture somebody taking the air out of a tire. Oh, yeah. Okay, look. In two thousand four, yes, I think he has turned yes, into a better okay. actor now. But back then, he's these the were these were the Affleck Dark Ages. And no, I don't think he's a very good Batman. But you no. Know. I, I don't care about I, this man. I, I don't have negative feelings about Ben Affleck. I think he's given good performances really? and directed. You don't? No, I don't. I don't. Like, you know, let the You're man enjoy his Dunkin' Donuts in peace. Occasionally, he gives a really good performance. Occasionally, he gives a really bad performance. Lately, less bad ones than pretty good ones, as far as I can tell. I would love for him just to go to a Dunkin' Donuts, enjoy Dunkin' Donuts, and just stay there. And just you know, he and and, and Jen were having a great I time like yucking it up at the I'm Golden Globes. I'm not mad Globes, at J Lo. So. Yeah. I'm not mad at her. We love their love. Love her, but he needs to <laughs> step away. Anyway, but he's wh- bad in Surviving Christmas. Yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank and you. it's almost like if it were someone else, it could be maybe funny. Thank and you. Better. It's like the story is not a bad idea for like a Christmas story. Rich man. In case anyone doesn't know, because I didn't until literally a few weeks ago. Rich man goes to childhood home and is like, I need to uh, relive my childhood dreams per my therapist and my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. And, blah, blah, blah. and so he wants to like be in his childhood home for the holidays again, but he pays this normal family, normal slash dysfunctional slash pre-divorced family to like <laughs> be their business kids. Oh, God. And I will say the the grandpa, so he hires a local uh, community theater actor to play the grandpa. And that was, he was good. The grandpa was good. Who was that? I can't remember. Let me pull up my IMDb. Um, does anyone remember? Nope. <laughs> so anyway, I apologize for how I just don't have any, but I'm James Gandolfini. I mean, that was great. He was there's, great. You know What's what? Oh. Anytime there's Bill a Macy. film. Who is it? Bill Macy. I don't know who that is. Does yeah. anyone know who that is? It's old man. I don't know. Oh, I don't know who oh, that is. Oh, he's in The Jerk. He's in Maud. Okay. Old-time actor, man. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I just don't have a lot of good material on account of having the, you know, it's like what was on, which was, you know, this on, like, USA or something. You survived surviving Christmas. Yeah, this comes up okay. quite frequently on, you know, I do a lot of looking out there in the world for what are the worst top 20 worst Christmas movies right. or whatever, because, you know, we host a lot of bad movie nights and bad movie marathons, and we also just love good bad fodder and this comes up on a list almost always but it's so not captivating enough even as a bad film that i gravitate towards this I, right I it's just like it's, a dud right it's just a dud it's, it's so not bad. fun to watch it's boring it's, it doesn't go all the way back around and be sort of good again and i think it's because of an awful i mean i don't yeah i mean yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then, okay so was matt damon in his pocket for the whole film? Mm-hmm. What What does that mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> those two. Fuck those two. Ugh. Oh, man. We want to bring our moms to the Oscars because we're nice guys. I can't stand those two dweebs. <laughs> They're just the absolute fucking worst. And you know what else? This is... I. You know what I tried to watch this year? Was mm. that it, it's... The title for me is like adjacent to it, right? Which is the like Kirk Cameron propaganda oh, yeah. thing. What is that called? Oh, Wait, gosh. what? Saving Christmas. Saving Christmas. Oh. Kurt Cameron's, like, Christian screed. And I thought that was going to be funny just to be like, hee hee, look how stupid, but it's unwatchable, too. 
It really is. It's not even, I mean, the whole first 30 minutes is just, it's like an infomercial for God. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of him? Who is watching this? What'd you say? Who does watch this? Um, People who already agree with the premise of the movie. Yeah, I think so. And I would be willing to bet that there are tons and tons of like church nights where they play this. Uh, And I also think that there are a lot of people who are like, this is, you know, we're really, it's being threatened. When somebody says happy holidays to you, it's being threatened, threatened. We got to save it. (laughs) You know, it's a very burn the witch kind of thing. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The the culture war being raised over Starbucks holiday cups. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yes. And then you think, who would even attend to that? And then, you know, you see it in mass waves. You've never seen one of those, like, Christian things like God's Not Dead or something and thought to yourself, like, hmm, well, I think I'd better see that just to mer- to evaluate the merits of their argument. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's just for people I mean, who are already on that team. And their defense, nobody's doing that with Bowling for Columbine either. Yeah, yeah Just a fair. choir audience. Hey, speaking of... <laughs> Um, this is nothing to do with that. Michael Moore in Surviving Christmas. What do Christmas. y'all think of the, who got their Stanley Cup this year? <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I can't fucking believe it. We deserve to die. It's time. It's time. It's time to end this fucking. It's time to end it. It is. We peaked. <laughs> oh, oh! Don't, don't despair. Just think about all the good Ben Affleck movies you haven't seen. I'm going to tell you one more thing, really quickly, and then we'll move on, if you will. Okay. Um, to wrapping this planet up, and that is that I heard that people are that people, as in, like, if you're in, you know, this is, hey, when I was younger, a Cabbage Patch Kid or any of the shit that would have, you know, been in the same category as the Stanley Cup this year, like you, you had you it had it had a purpose like you know what i mean and even if that purpose was just like oh i want to carry it around and it's a baby doll it had a purpose i heard that people are carrying these things like people as in elementary school junior high school even high school just carry them Uh there's no there's no there's no coffee there's no liquid in them in them there's no water it's like a thing you carry around yes an accoutrement an accessory if you will Okay. No. Yes. No. Yes. Urban That's what I'm telling no. you. That's ridiculous. No, because they don't want to mess them up. What? Yeah, they don't want to get them dirty. God. Well, what are they out carrying them around? It's just as if there's water in them or something. Are you mean you don't want to get them dirty? No, you you don't. You just don't want to get. You know, you then you have to dry it out, and you just it's not even. Also, they're probably just not even drinking the water. You know what I mean? They're just carrying oh, it. It's Lord. just an accessory. I'm just telling you. I don't like that. Wow, that's crazy. So talk. anyway. Well, Lisa, we're going to wrap this up because I've got to go get in line. I feel tar- like at this was real, a Target. real bummer. We only talked about civilization and, <laughs> and what's Ben Affleck, Kurt Ben Affleck, Matt Affleck, Damon in his so. pocket, Stanley Cups, and started off because Nick Saban's retiring. He really it's Nick's fault. Yeah, you he know it is put a bad vibe on this thing. He did. Today. That's okay. Yeah. Thanks, Nick. We'll um we'll have better one <laughs> next time. You know, there's always there's yeah, yeah, always yeah. there's always tomorrow until there's not. Wow. The tide will roll again. Keeping, I know Brad's back there. Like, holy shit! Let's re- like. This got dark. How many people are running to to not be here right now? All right, like, like one more thing. Oh, While we we're on the subject, why don't we talk about Israel and Palestine to lighten up the mood? How about I can't, that? Because I've got I'm to kidding. go to Target and I'm get kidding. in line for my Valentine's Day Stanley Cup. Oh God! They're lining up now, and they'll be out tomorrow morning at eight a.m. All right. Well, Lisa, we'll talk to you later. Yeah. Sorry about this one. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year.
What's this shit? Oh, An boy. old classic. I didn't even in. know that was the next segment. So How <laughs> did you like it? <laughs> I, I now you know it. how the audience great. feels. Yep. So, I got one for you. Okay. This looks terrible. Uh-oh. Really, really terrible. I haven't seen it, but it looks terrible. I don't know where we are in the film, but let me describe what's happening. See how quickly you can guess it. I okay. think you're going to get it, but I could be wrong. Right. I also know that this one seems forgettable okay. if you've seen okay. it. So, it is a young man and an older man. Young man is sitting on one side of the desk. The older man is on the side of the desk you probably think he's on, which is the you know receiving end of the desk, if you will, the, sure. the ownership end of the desk. Gotcha. And uh, it's very formal space, and the young man is being very casual, and uh, there's some questions being asked back and forth. And the older gentleman says to him, so, so it says here that you are in video production. What is that all about? And the younger man says something back to him along the lines of, well, I create you know video resumes. Okay. You know, I think that that's a modern way of doing things, and I think I could really help your company. And then his phone rings. It's like, right? And the guy's like, "Mm," clearly not too thrilled about the fact that this kid's phone's ringing at this time, and the kid's thrown by it. And and then the kid proceeds. There's some like a little bit of an exchange about it, and the kid proceeds to keep trying to pitch himself, but then finally says, "It's my girlfriend. We're having a fight right now. So would you actually mind if I take this?" Uh oh. Do you know what this is? No. Okay. I don't. I, I have one more scene to bring you, okay. and I don't know if this is going to help you anymore. Okay. Like, maybe you just haven't seen this. Or again, maybe it's forgettable, as I suggested. So, in this particular scene, we're also in an office setting. He's standing in the front of the room. I've kind of come into the scene about halfway in. Uh-huh. And uh, a woman is dressing him down, if you will. Okay. And literally talking about his clothes. Like, you're not going to wear that raggy old t-shirt anymore. You're not going to wear that shirt. You're not going to wear jeans. You're going to dress professionally. And there's also, this is in front of a boardroom full, like a boardroom table full of people. And one of the young women at the table is kind of signaling to him like she's in on some kind of joke. Do you know what this might be? <sighs> I've got a couple guesses. How <clears throat> contemporary of a film is this? Um, it is not that terribly f- in in the past. Okay, you know, I mean, let's let's call it pre-pandemic, but I wouldn't call it an older film. No. And this young man, he is searching for a job or trying to get hired. Yes. is kind of the central. Yeah, I mean, I that's what I would take away okay. from from everything I'm saying. Yes, and what I've seen. Yeah, is this young man like a movie star? Uh, yeah, he is. Mm. This just isn't ringing any bells. All right. Well, maybe you've never seen it. You given up? This is. This sounds like a loss to me, Brad. I'm gonna get. Okay, just one hail mary that I don't let's, think this let's is. See. A, is let's this see. Miles Teller? It is. Holy. Is shit. this a movie called Get a Job? Yes, you fucking got it, dude. <laughs> dude. You almost gave up, but you fucking got it wow. from I think 2016. Wow. 2016. This movie was barely released. I do think I saw it. Yeah, forgettable, it's got, right? It's very forgettable. Uh, I can't believe I just got that. I can't either. And also, <laughs> I was kind of surprised, though. A lot of familiar faces in it. Like, this thing had a big Anna budget. Kendrick. Yeah, um, it had a big budget. I think had, there's had some, to. like, other older adult actors in there who were pretty yep. good, but I can't remember. Yep. I don't remember if I saw this or not, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I remember it coming out after being delayed for several years, and everybody was like, "What? what's going on with that movie? And then it came out, and everybody was like, oh. Yeah. We get it now. Well, it, it I'd never heard of it. Never in my life had I heard of it, but it showed up on a, you know, late. Brian end. Cranston? That's what I'm telling you. I mean, it's a, it's a long list. Marsha Gay Harden. That's Allison the one Bree. who's dressing him down, by the way. Okay. Well, a bit. All right. Yeah. Sure. It seemed uninspired, but it seemed fine. The production value seemed okay, but I think everybody forgot about this one. Anyway, yeah. Well, there you go. You got it. You got it. Good job. All right.
Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Demi Lovato and Mug. Uh, mug is in like a like a drinking vessel. Yeah, yeah. Did somebody throw a mug at her. No. At one point in time, somebody asked her on the red carpet or so on and so forth, "What's your favorite dish?" And she replied, "Mug." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what, so, a, what an inscrutable answer oh man and everybody just ran her through the ringer for it that's that's uh, misunderstanding great. anyway um i'll be mug if you don't mind sure i mean but when you think about it mugs are very versatile it you, is you drink my, cold it is, drinks out i agree of them, hot it's my drinks. favorite it's uh, you know it's you, one step away from a stanley cup you put soup in there <laughs> if you're feeling like a bad enough dude and it sounds like demi lovato is i uh, love it yeah Anyway, thank you for listening to Side Talks Podcast. Yeah, thanks to our friends at Boutwell Studios for hosting us and putting this show on, especially Brad. Thank you, Brad. You're um, Visit us online at SidewalkFest.com or follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film on, oh, Instagram. I guess we're on X. Are we on X? I don't know. I'm not on X. I think X is done isn't it done are we still doing that x is a thing that exists especially if you're a white nationalist oh there you go um i don't i'm not saying sidewalk is if we're on x (laughs) (laughs) i feel like i should clarify connections you want to make there i I feel like i should clarify uh that that's not what we do on there we just promote the movies that we show and we're showing a lot we're showing a lot well what do we have coming up uh, at the end of january into february we've got um we're bringing uh miyazaki's the boy and the heron i think yeah we're gonna put may december on the screen for a week no way oh god that's excellent isn't it we couldn't they wouldn't i'm just gonna say it mgm wouldn't let us have american fiction for only one week and we're we're bumping up against the zone of interest which is coming in in early feb very excited for that so yeah lots of stuff and then we're going to hit march and we're going to have twilight fest back again we're going to do a david lynchuary and um, play several david lynch films in february we've got black lens film week coming up as well so lots of cool stuff yeah that website again is sidewalkfest.com that's what you're gonna want to visit to get those tickets and you're gonna want to get those tickets now you know what else you could do what you could just buy, let's say you're just in Canada or you're in Switzerland. You uh-huh. love the podcast so much. And you're like, I wish they had a Patreon page. We might do that at some point, but you could just, you could go buy a ticket and then the little notes section just put in support of uh, the podcast. Why not? Buy a ticket to the zone of interest and just let us know that you were interested. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. That. Nobody's that going to do that. Nobody, but that would be cool. I'm just suggesting shit nobody's going to do. I mean, but it that's would be fine. cool. It'd be cool. Think about it. There could be some gazillionaire, chameleonaire out there right now listening to us, Corey. And thinking, how could I support Rachel and Corey? Uh, yeah, That's how. Yeah. Or I'll just I'll give you my Venmo. I don't. I don't have one, but I, <laughs> I should kid, get I'm one. I'm kidding, of course. Um, okay, well, that's what we got for yeah. today's episode. Yeah, that's your zone of interest. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>